6: Who's to blame? They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and I am The Alarmist. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame today we'll be discussing a tragedy we are all familiar with the year 2020 here's what you need to know
3: three two one happy New Year going to say 2020 is going to be my year. 2020 is going to be my year.
6: That was all of us, wasn't it? We were so naive. Just a little over a week into the year 2020, reports came out of China that a mysterious virus causing clusters of pneumonia outbreaks had emerged from the city of Wuhan. Information about this mysterious virus was scattered. The second confirmed case of coronavirus in the U.S. right here in the
7: Windy City.
8: A government plane is planning to evacuate Americans from Wuhan.
7: The White House announcing that it has created a coronavirus task force. President Trump is set to ban foreign nationals who pose a transmission risk from entering the country.
5: Looks like by April,
9: you know, in theory, when it gets a little warmer, it miraculously goes away. I hope that's true.
6: But by February 2nd, the U.S., along with multiple other nations, imposed travel restrictions on China. Yet, the novel coronavirus, called COVID-19, had already appeared in 20 countries, including Germany and Italy. At this time, news coverage did not just center on the virus. In late January, President Donald Trump's impeachment trial was underway for charges that he had asked Ukraine to investigate former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter. He was later acquitted by the Senate on February 5th. The spotlight quickly turned back to the coronavirus. As cases continued to rise worldwide and hospitals became overwhelmed with patients, many countries began to implement lockdowns. On March 9th, the stock market crashed and the Dow Jones suffered its worst single-day drop ever. The U.S. led a scattered directive on the lockdowns, leaving it up to individual states to make the decision. Millions of Americans and people around the world stayed home. U.S. unemployment levels rose to numbers that hadn't been seen since the Great Depression. CO2 emission levels fell to levels comparable to 2006 due to the stop of domestic and international travel. People learned how to cook bread at home. And stores suffered a massive toilet paper shortage due to panic buying by shoppers. By late May, over 300 people had died worldwide due to COVID-19, a staggering number. After months of lockdowns and isolation, tensions were rising. In the U.S., people refused face mask mandates and demanded states reopen restaurants and businesses. Getting a haircut seemed to take precedent over the safety and health of community members. Then, on May 25th, George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man, was arrested by Minneapolis police officers. As people watched and filmed in horror, Floyd was killed after being handcuffed and pinned to the ground by a white officer. Just months before, there had been the police-involved killings of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, and Floyd's death was a tipping point. People took to the streets in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. A wave of peaceful protests swept the U.S. A wave of peaceful protests swept the U.S. There were also accounts of some looting and rioting. People demanded an end to police brutality and social injustice. Meanwhile, a presidential election was underway. Joe Biden became the Democratic candidate up against Donald Trump's presidential re-election campaign. Murder hornets, invasive insects that can wipe out entire bee colonies, were spotted for the first time in Washington state. In August, a massive explosion rocked the port of Beirut after 2,750 tons of ammonium nitrate accidentally detonated, killing 190 people and injuring thousands. Wildfires erupted on the West Coast from Southern California all the way to Washington, displacing thousands of people and burning millions of acres of land. As if things couldn't get any worse, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the 87-year-old gender equality trailblazer and Supreme Court justice, passed away. As a result, conservative Judge Amy Coney Barrett was nominated by Trump and fast-tracked to take over RBG's seat. In October, Trump tested positive for COVID-19, days after his first election debate with Joe Biden. He recovered after being hospitalized for three days at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and receiving drugs that were still being tested in clinical trials and not available to the general public. Less than 10 days after his diagnosis, he was back on the campaign trail holding rallies with maskless attendees. On November 4th, America voted in the presidential election. And days later, it was confirmed that Biden had superseded the 270 electoral votes necessary to win the election. For weeks, the now lame duck President Trump contested the results by making baseless claims of election fraud. But he lost most of his legal battles, and on December 14th, Joe Biden was formally elected by the Electoral College as the next president of the United States. In December, while countries like New Zealand, Thailand, and Australia seemed to have a firm grasp on stopping the spread of COVID-19, the numbers continued to rise in Spain, the UK, Italy, India, and especially the United States. As of the day we're recording this, there are 74.1 million cases of the disease worldwide and a total of 1.65 million confirmed deaths. By the time this episode is released, the numbers are surely to go up. If hindsight is 2020, I hope I never look back. Fun Facts, aka Death Stats. According to the World Health Organization, The United States has over 16.5 million confirmed COVID-19 cases and over 300,000 confirmed deaths. This puts the U.S. in the number one spot of both cases and deaths. Most of California's hospitals are currently at zero capacity due to the influx of COVID-19 patients. 2020 was, in fact, a leap year. With us today, we have producer Amanda Lund, happy almost New Year Rebecca, <laughs> and fact-checker Chris Smith. Hello, hello. And here we are. It has been a year, hasn't it?
3: It sure has. <laughs> We're all the way in December at this point, right?
9: Yeah. yeah.
3: This is the last month, I think, right? I,
9: I think I god, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
6: You know what? Ex- expect imagine, the unexpected
9: in Imagine they tacked
3: on one last month. They're like, by the way, we got one last month of 2020. You don't know this, but it's Kem chem- tember
9: Ken-Tember. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Ken-Tember, named after the founder, Ken. <laughs> I forgot about a lot of that stuff that happened in 2020. It just kept coming.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about the fact that President Trump was... Um, impeached this year. He, the impeachment trial was going on this year. That feels like, honestly, that feels like a decade ago.
6: Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah. I forgot. I honestly forgot he was impeached. It it doesn't matter
9: I I forgot he had got COVID it's like all these things (laughs) happened and then they kind of just went away and a crazier thing took their place yes I remember crying when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and then I totally (laughs) forgot (laughs) I don't think I ever really took in the murder hornets thing like I saw some (laughs) tweets about it and at that point I was so at capacity I was like I'm gonna put a pin in this if it's important I'll I'll circle back
3: yeah Um, I'll I'll worry about this if one flies right up to my face and tries to murder me but like (laughs) (laughs) beyond that I'm just I can't get into it
6: did people die from the murder hornets I don't think so Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone has died but Chris is gonna get on that but I I forgot about how about those wildfires remember for like a month and a half we couldn't leave our house we couldn't leave the
9: house it was (laughs) crazy we
6: already couldn't leave the house but like now we couldn't even go outside or open a window uh, I remember I taped there. I have a, we have old windows in our house, and some of them, like the glass wasn't like totally into <laughs> the wood. And so I taped my windows so that the air from outside <laughs> couldn't come That's in because it was so really bad. That's really
9: smart thinking because we have old windows too. And I would just have like come into my office and everything would be covered in ash <laughs> and I would just like wipe it down. But I mean, certainly that took a year off my life inhaling all of that.
6: Yeah. I mean, well, look, and what is nice to think about is that we've gone through it together, Amanda. We have gone Chris. through it together. The Alarmist has been a saving
9: grace. And to be honest, like compared to so many people, we've come out the other side relatively unscathed. And it's still been traumatic, you know. And I have known people who got COVID and, you know, passed away from COVID. No one really, really close. But still, it's like everyone knows someone who has... Um, you know, gotten it or they've gotten it themselves.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like the, you know, I, everyone is like, you got to do the, the Spanish flu. You got to do the 1918 epidemic. Honestly, it's been too close for home. Like, I'm not ready to go there. I, I know that we would all, I, I've read about it and I've learned about it and it's helped to kind of give me perspective, but... It feels too close to home, and that was one of the things that they said about the that pandemic was that everyone knew someone who died or had a family member who died from it right yeah, eventually we should tackle it, but yeah, i
9: agree well
3: part of the um, part of what has been helpful about doing this podcast and thinking about these tragedies is just putting things into perspective in terms of degrees of um Panic and degrees of death and like, and also you know you you realize how far technology has come and how uh, information and the proliferation of information has helped us sort of cope with these
5: yeah. events.
3: I mean, um, so I do feel lucky actually to be to have 2020 happen in 2020. If you follow what I'm saying, yes. Like if the events of this year like happened in a year where. It was harder to communicate, or like, like in even the 70s,
6: in the or Spanish in the, flu. Yeah. In the, you know,
3: I think teens. perhaps things would have gotten even, even worse than they, they did get. Um, although, although, that's an interesting point. Yeah. 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 I mean,
6: who knows? It, it's all, well,
9: on the other hand, we're so, um, just the news, you can't get away with it. Like we're all so inundated with constant, like a constant media cycle. And it's so easy, especially God during the election. And of course, during the protests and, and everything, there was just like, I, we started watching the, um, the news and I, I had to the, um, like the network news we started watching because cable news just was like too, much and it just yeah. felt like too extreme. So we started watching the network news and then reading the newspaper, but I had to kind of like stop getting news from the internet because it was it was just too too much.
6: Yeah, and I wonder what, you know, there has been so much misinformation as well that's Interesting, been yeah. also uh, pumped into you know, uh, to the masses that I wonder how it would be. I, I think it's a blessing and a curse. There's always a good and a bad. It's never like this is the perfect time, I mm.
3: guess. Well, um, the uh, circling back to the murder hornets. Yeah, they're just big hornets. Um,
6: <laughs> they didn't kill anyone, right? They
3: didn't kill anyone,
6: but they scared. I mean, we were just on edge.
3: Um, and there's a quote here from Washington Agriculture Department et- et- entom- entomologist Chris Looney, who says they are not quote murder hornets. They are just hornets. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I guess that does projecting, right? That the Hornet, hornets want to murder us.
6: Well, you know, we were just talking about the media, you know? It's the, the, the media. The- <laughs> so, That's funny. you know, we're not just here to chit chat about 2020. We're here to blame someone or something for this, excuse me for saying this, shit show of a year. Hmm. Um,. So let's... Poop
3: performance. A
6: poop... <laughs> pooptacular <laughs> event. Um, and and we're, you know, we, we're we going to be putting things up on the board, but we're also uh, including some uh, messages we got from the Alarmy and some of our uh, guests that, uh, you know, that are near and dear to the Alarmist. Um, so why don't we start off, Amanda, by us putting... Uh, our things up on the board and then we'll we'll put everyone else's yes Um, okay great and I I I know we said we'd only bring one thing to the table but I have three okay and um (laughs) please don't don't blame not following the rules uh and well real
9: quick Rebecca so we're gonna have you listened to the voicemails that people have sent in yet I have, yeah. Oh, you have? Okay, so I haven't listened to all of them. So let's just say right now that if I, one of Chris' or eyes gets put up, that someone else also says, we get to
6: change ours. Okay,
9: that's a good rule.
6: That's a good rule.
9: Okay, and then also we're taking like a holistic approach, right? So we're looking at the year 2020 as a whole, like not just COVID or, you know, so so just so everyone knows, right? Yes. We're just like looking at it as a whole. Yes, Okay, Correct. okay, great.
6: So... I don't know if I want to blame this, but I think it should be said. I think we should blame Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Just (laughs) first up on the board. (laughs) Because if you recall, they were the first thing that actually happened this year. Megxit was uh, January 8th. That's like a a week into 2020. Mm. That's when they announced, and they shocked, literally shocked the world by saying that they were going to step down from their royal duties, which was unprecedented. And <laughs> <laughs> and I know that there are worse things that have happened this year, but they what if they hadn't stepped down? We need our leaders. <laughs> Interesting. So I never really like
9: understood the royal family, but I think you're right like they do offer us security and stability. And Harry and Meghan shook things up and it just opened the floodgates for everyone else to go like, "You know what? If they can do it, like maybe I can get in there and get something going."
3: Yeah, I mean, th- we don't know what would have happened if they would have not left the royal family, right? Perhaps everything would be fine.
6: Uh, yes. I, we'll never know. But uh, we understand the reasons why they left, and we support them. But that doesn't mean that they didn't cause 2020.
9: we got
3: to leave them up there until we, we have further evidence, or at least a few other names on the board, for oh, sure.
9: well... And the other thing is they've been thriving in 2020. And and I know that they've been sort of going door to door and like delivering groceries to frontline <laughs> workers. That's they have, great. Which is nice. Which is so nice. Um, but I mean they've also gotten a podcast deal at Spotify. Oh, so maybe there's That's
3: why Rebecca wants to put them on the
6: board. <laughs> I mean there are competitors.
9: <laughs> she's that,
3: yeah, she's mad that they're going to be eating into I, our space. Yeah,
6: if well, they're maybe the we, we future can collab. Podcasting is that fair? <laughs>
3: guys it's guys.
9: not fair i don't know what kind of shows they're going to produce but i can't imagine they'll be as good as the alarmist
3: <laughs> hey alarmy if in a few months you're you know on your way to work or something and you open up your apps and you p- pick up the podcast and you scroll through and ours is next to one of harry and megan's and your thumb is sort of hovering between the two just remember <laughs> it's possible that they were the problem that caused 2020 yeah and yeah. we were here for you at that time. Exactly. So Stay loyal to us. They weren't
6: here us. for you. We were. Yes. <laughs> now, maybe you guys want to put something up, and, and then I'll put mine. Oh, sure. Yeah, we can alternate. Chris, you want
9: to yeah. give it a go?
3: Um. Sure. Uh. Okay. So, who do I think is to blame for 2020? Um, I didn't really prepare anything. I'm just gonna wing it here.
6: <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic fact checker over here.
3: <laughs> I I looked at the facts and then I sort of forgot them because uh, if they're not right in front of me, I sort of they sort of escape me. But I'm going to blame I'm going to blame farmers markets mm. for
6: 2020. Okay, okay. okay. Tell and us your explain. reason.
3: because it was a farmers market. That uh, in Wuhan, uh, where the bat cuisine or whatever that other animal was—it wasn't
6: a bat—but go on.
3: (laughs) Uh, got uh, that wasn't that the primary source of the coronavirus was that farmers market.
6: Uh, I don't know, but I think we should look that up.
3: And I think farmers market just to sort of expand on that farmers markets in general um you know what is it really when you're 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 standing in front of a table and there's a bunch of food on it and then there's some person on the other end of it who uh, is you know telling you how organic the food is and how it's locally made and there's no way for you to check that it just has a sign that says organic um so it's a little bit suspect like where? How do they get the well, permits to be in this park? Who's overseeing this operation? And then, you know, you get sneaky people in there who... Um, oh, the pangolins.
6: Yes. And, and it, they were wildlife, uh, wild animal markets, not farmer's markets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, these poor farmers out there.
9: Well, it's not all- like <laughs> you walking around the Atwater Village farmer's market, like getting a bag of kettle corn
6: and like... <laughs> looking at the,
9: the I just have such a,
3: well the people who who sell have such a snooty attitude and you know you go there okay,
6: so you found out it's a wild animal market but you're sticking with farmers markets. Yes. double down chris double down <laughs> i'm
3: gonna stick with farmers markets until i hear something better
6: okay 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 um
9: amanda okay so i'm gonna put on the board and I think this really encapsulates sort of everything that happened in 2020, from the mishandling of the epidemic response to um, the Black Lives Matter movement and the death of George Floyd. Oh wow! And wow. and that is a series of systematic failures. Oh wow!
3: That's a uh, that is a. Very serious. Like, that's something that one of our experts would say.
9: Yes, and it, was, it is something one of our experts said. I forget which one. I think it may have been. I want I don't think it was Chernobyl, but it may have been Chernobyl.
3: Oh, um, yeah, it might have been it that. It might
9: have been. It also might have been the uh, Amelia Earhart um, episode as oh, well. Right, if I, anyone out there remembers, because then I feel like we've brought it up a couple times since because I've always really liked that.
6: Yes, they call it the Swiss cheese effect.
9: Or, oh, yeah. Remember?
6: Because if, if you put, you know, Swiss cheese has holes, but if you have a bunch of Swiss cheese uh, stacked on top of each other, odds are there, there are not going to be any holes. <laughs> you can't, any, nothing can go through. Okay, say that one more time. <laughs> Explain that to me one more okay. time. Swiss cheese has holes in it, but okay. the, the holes in, in every piece of Swiss cheese are never in the exact same place. So if you stack I a bunch see. of Swiss cheese, um, <laughs> I okay, swear to you, this is So a you're saying thing. You it's a good
9: thing. You should stack Swiss cheese or no? Yes, yes,
6: okay. you should. <laughs> okay, because okay. nothing's going to get through it. I so swear to they're you.
3: They're saying that the system will inevitably have failures, but you just have to have yes. more systems in place to yeah. seal up the o- other system's the failures?
9: Yes, I yes, see. The and, and that's why we have the three houses of government. <laughs> yes, the checks—it's basically tea. checks, and, checks balances, and balances, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I—I I feel like. So obviously, when I we first decided to do this episode, I was like, "Okay, well, all our friends, like, we can we can acknowledge we are in a liberal bubble, and we're happy to be here." I was like, "Everyone's going to say Trump." That's what where my mind went, but I think it's bigger than that, and I think that it's it goes back to like the systems that are in place are like fundamentally flawed. A lot of them, Uh Mm -hmm. and so I think that. With the state of America and how everything is so sort of piecemeal um, that it was probably always we weren't going to fare well. Um, And I think Trump made it a a billion times worse. But I think it could have been bad with another president as well. Not as and not as traumatic, but I don't know. And then obviously, like all the systematic racism that's in this country. um, I mean, that's been going on for a really long time. It just came to a head. I think everything sort of came together. Mm. But so that, that would be my pick. I love that.
3: Trump is really more just like a rat who's eating the stack of Swiss cheese.
9: (laughs) He's poking more holes. Yes, he is.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And he's finding like where the the thin parts are. And that's what he's choosing to uh, eat through. You Um, know, like in
9: Cinderella when Gus Gus, do you remember this part where he gets all those corn kernels and he's like trying to carry them around? Like that's what Trump has been doing for the last year. He's just like got a huge stack of. Popcorn kernels, and he's just like w- wandering around the White House. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: a- I gotta look up that image.
6: A great one, <laughs> Gus, Gus I know exactly you are talking. The kernels yes. look like like rounds of cheese. Yeah, maybe they are cheese. Let's see. Gus oh. Gus. They look mm-hmm. like popcorn kernels to me, but
9: I'm not sure. No, I think yeah. I'm wrong. Gus Gus Cinderella. Corn. It's corn. It's it- not kernels. It's
3: corn.
6: Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is
3: Trump. <laughs> oh there he is yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kernels they, of corn he's like trying cheese? to stack them
6: yeah everyone everyone if you're driving right now pull over don't do this while you're driving don't look up gus <laughs> gus with the cheese or sorry corn <laughs> um okay now i also want to put up two more things before we start hearing everyone else's i want to put up not knowing history Are as a as a as a country, Mm. Mm -hmm. um, just are. I think it's a a blind spot. Is that is that correct? It's a blind spot for us because it it could be helpful in you know how we deal with these crazy situations. Had 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 we known. It's interesting.
3: Yeah, it's interesting because you know history that that, that's obviously a a big um area and is it is it our dismissal of history is it our inability to have a consensus about what what happened is it the facts it's a lot of things it is and and you know it has to do with education and it has to do with culture it's just not part of our culture to sort of you know we're we're America it's all about the frontier and what's ahead and what we can do not what we have done so you know it's sort of a large large area but I, I mean I like that I like that area sort of aversion to history with that is that what you're saying
6: yeah so. I, and, and I think you're right it's part of the culture in that we don't we don't like to look back but like what are you so afraid of man <laughs>
9: Interesting.
6: Yeah, because I guess it's like if we had known more about the
9: 1918 flu, maybe this would have been handled differently.
6: I mean, the masks were like a big thing. We could have just been like, oh, yeah, they, they solved it by masks. And then like, I don't know, maybe a few weeks weeks in, everyone could have gotten on board.
3: And it's like we get away with it, I think, sort of as a from a world more world point of view because we are such a young country still, relatively speaking, like compared to most of the other world, like the United States. And I don't mean the people occupying the land. People have been here for thousands of years. I mean sort of the constitution and this sort of like current government and the America, the idea of the United States. We're still such a young country, but at a certain point, we need to like get past our adolescence. And, you know, it's not, we just like... Grow up. We got to like... You know, I think a countries let us, or we let ourselves off the hook because it's like, oh, still a young country; it's still just ideas. We're still forming, but at, at a certain point, we got to grow up. Like we have a very serious history; we should, you know, yeah. own up to it, and we should bring it more pro- prominently into the front and center of our culture. I think that's a good, yeah. a really good point.
6: Um, I also want to put up short-term thinking.
5: Mm. Yeah.
6: yeah, I like that. I think as a, a society, we could, you know, we we need we need to find ways to soothe on the daily while maintaining a long term goal. So it's like I, I feel like Americans do this thing where it's just like, well, but what about the right now? Like we deserve this right now, and let, let's just fix it right now. When when you're not thinking of like the end goal. Like I I think about these shutdowns in these uh, countries like New Zealand, who were just like, come on guys, like let's (laughs) all get on the same page. Let's shut down for three weeks. Like had we done a proper shutdown for three weeks or something like that, um, we could have returned to uh, not something closer to quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. Um, but instead we were like, well, no, my rights, I have a right to keep my, you know, restaurant open. And it's like, I know, and it's hard and it sucks. And I can't imagine what you're going through. Uh, but at the same time, like, let's not, you know, this, this has turned into like a nine month situation where it, you know, clearly it could have been solved by everyone getting on the same page and, you know, thinking long term, like other countries have. Mm-hmm. That's
9: very interesting. And I think that also goes back to, or, or circles around to American individualism too, mm-hmm. which is just like, maybe that goes back also to like the founding fathers and how America was even founded, which is like this very like, pull yourself up from your bootstraps, like, you know, ev- the American dream, like it's all very like individual as opposed to some of the other countries. And not all of like the countries have succeeded in 2020 who are like socialist, like look at what happened to Sweden, like they're really struggling right now. So I so I don't know if it would have been made better or worse. But I do think that's really that is really interesting. And then just also to circle back to mine real quick, I saw someone here wrote in systemic. So that's what I mean, I guess, systematic and systemic failures, because Mm -hmm. I think there are like also systematic failures that ah. happen. But also yeah, systemic is like the racism and stuff. But then the systematic are like the actual like protocols
6: that failed. Right. That that yes, those are two different things. Yeah, yeah. so
9: that that's a good
6: distinction. I should put them yeah. both up there.
3: The alarmy knows what we mean. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah, they I do. Did, you, you said systematic. I understood what I, you meant.
3: I, I I did too. The uh, I just put si- systemic because, uh, yeah, I think, I don't know, the f- whatever, but a Swiss cheese effect. I think it's the Swiss.
9: <laughs> yeah, just maybe we f- should just change it to Swiss cheese effect.
6: Or, yeah, <laughs> like, a, or a lack of Swiss cheese, you know.
9: Oh, yeah, no Swiss cheese. <laughs> so should we listen to what some of our uh, Alarmy generals and members of the Alarmy have to say? Yeah, yeah
4: hit it. let's do it. Hello, Rebecca, fact checker Chris, super producer Amanda, and legions of the loyal and fierce Alarmy. Adam Lustig here from the Titanic episode and the Titanic episode in review episode. Nice to be with you. Happy holidays, etc. 2020. Wow. What a total mess. A complete and utter shite show. A lot of media blame to go around, and I trust no one more than Rebecca and the Alarmy to get to the bottom of this, but. My own two cents here, I want to throw in a bit of a, maybe a bit of a curveball suspect, and I'd like to humbly submit to go on the board the ancient Mayans, and here's why. Thousands of years ago, the ancient Mayans predicted that the year 2012 would be this cataclysmic year of overlapping catastrophes of all kinds, natural disasters, endless war, pestilence and pandemic, and... They, they predicted that this would happen in the year 2012. If you recall, 2012 was actually pretty nice. There was an Olympics that I think was pleasurable. I think the Les Miz movie came out that year. Good looking out Anne Hathaway. So it actually went off without a hitch. Now, cut to eight years later, here we are 2020, and it is the prophesied year from hell that the Mayans had foresaw eight years off. Now, granted, in the grand scheme of things, considering that they made this prediction thousands of years ago, that's actually pretty accurate. But unfortunately, in today's day and age, pretty accurate is just not good enough, Mayans. So I don't know if they forgot to carry the one or if they didn't have, you know, the newest operating system on their their abacus or on their calculator or sundial or what have you, but... At the end of the day, they were eight years off from their prediction, and we here in 2020 are the worst off for it. So maybe if they had been a little more accurate, then we could have at least prepared ourselves, if not pragmatically, then emotionally, as a society for what has been truly a nightmare year. Thank you, Rebecca, in advance for all the good work you're doing. Huge fan of the podcast. Have me on if you want to take a third look at the Titanic.
6: (laughs) Look, he's got a point. We got comfy. Tw- 2012. Yeah, 2012 came, and we were just like, uh, eh, they were wrong. No, they were just slightly off. And when people get comfortable, bad things happen.
3: Well, it goes back to your um, point about history. And if we paid closer attention to um, the Mayans, perhaps we would have heeded their warnings. And, you know, I think you got to build in – I think Adam's larger point – is you've got to build in some buffer years on either end of that 2012 prediction. I mean, when you think about it, he's right, it's it's thousands of years. So give or take what, 5% is, you know, that's like a couple, whatever, uh, 50 years or 100 years. So we should just be on guard for about 100 years (laughs) I mean, right around 2012. That's literally
6: my MO. Like, this is what I was
9: brought to do in this life. (laughs) Yes. And I do love this idea that there's something larger at play. You know, because it really does feel like 2020, someone, someone's messing with us. <laughs> and it was, yeah. it was the Mayans. And I also want to just say, it seems like Adam was walking down the freeway.
3: <laughs> well, I was going like to say, he was yeah, just I like hope
9: walking he, up the
3: 405. I hope he, I hope he, whoever was chasing him, uh, didn't get him. Uh, Adam, if you're okay, let us know. <laughs>
5: no, he does
3: okay, like now, to Okay, now speaking of, his of Adams,
9: we have another thing. Adam, um, who wrote in? And this is part of a member of the alarm. You want to hear what he has to say? Let's hear it.
1: Yeah. Hello. I'm calling for the alarmist. My name is Adam from New Hampshire. Um, uh, what well, I'm calling is uh, the Who's the blame for 2020? Is the topic that I was asked for, and I was going to have a joke answer, but I'm just going to say a uh, fucking Trump. He's just such a shithead. He made the year way worse than it had to be by calling a uh, virus a hoax, and then holding rallies during the uh, uh, spread of that virus, so that's that's what I have to say. Thank you. Have a happy holiday and good luck, and be safe.
6: <laughs> wow, thank you, Adam. Uh, yeah, very to the point. I love it. No jokes. No jokes here.
3: Well, yeah, I mean he 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 talked about the obese president. Uh, i.e. <laughs> elephant in the room Um who the the 200 what do you call it the 500 pound elephant in the room whatever that's trump yeah uh, yeah let's put him up there and i like adam's uh i like adam calling him fucking trump yeah exactly. yeah uh,
9: fucking trump is up on the board <laughs> and he let's be honest he was always gonna end up on the board
3: yeah, yeah, we, knew yeah,
9: it. yeah.
6: we knew it so thank okay, you
9: okay s- so here is dan and uh dan Is a member of our Discord page, which everyone should consider joining um, because there's, you know, it's popping off. So uh, he wanted to uh, put in his two cents.
1: Hi, Alarmist. My name is Dan, a reasonable man on the Alarmist Discord server. I'm calling in to offer up my suggestion for who is to blame for the year 2020, the Gregorian calendar. The Gregorian calendar is used all over the world today and was adopted by Pope Gregory XIII back in 1582. This is a much more accurate calendar system than what was used previously, the Julian calendar, as it took new understandings of the Earth's rotation around the sun into account and factored in the leap day, that extra day that we get at the end of February every four years. According to this calendar, we are currently in the year 2020, and we all know how that's gone. Now, the Julian calendar, on the other hand, predated this, and it used the date of the establishment of Rome, which was 753 BC. If the coming of the Christian era had not occurred we would currently be in the year 2070, 2773 today, not 2020. So 2020 could have been 753 years in our past already, and everything would be hunky-dory here. Thanks for the great podcast. Always entertaining and interesting. <laughs> That's
6: interesting.
1: <laughs> I really, I, really like that approach.
6: I do too. <laughs> I mean, just... Uh, Yeah, we have to put the Gregorian calendar. I mean, the the, the fact that I I like that he thinks that 2020 was going to be bad regardless.
3: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I I just don't even think we need to overthink this. I just think it's just so pleasurable (laughs) to think about 2020 being 700 years ago. (laughs) It's just so nice. I don't want to overthink it. Let's get the Gregorian calendar up there. (laughs)
8: Okay. Uh,
3: Thank you. I,
9: I like that,
6: too. That Adam and uh, Dan uh, had similar ideas. They did. They were looking big picture. Yeah, this is why which we I like, like. This is why they're part of the Alarmy.
9: <laughs> now, this is a message from returned guest Matt Gorley, also my husband.
4: Boy, twenty twenty, you could throw a lot of blame around. This is Matt Gorley, and I would like to blame subjectivity over objectivity, it, not, not believing in facts, I think. The uh, shunning of objective journalism. Subjectivity is so good for personal tastes and movies and foods and things like that, but not for world events and science and uh, elections. So I think maybe the world could savor its personal subjectivity, but rein in its global subjectivity? I vote subjectivity. Take that subjectivity. I'm Matt Orley, and I subjectively approved this message.
6: I love that. He brings up such a good point. We can savor our own subjectivity, but like, <laughs> let the facts be facts.
3: Yes, my subjective opinion of that blame is very positive. <laughs> and I'm allowed to have that opinion because it was
6: because it's yours.
3: Oh, I, yeah, I guess so. I <laughs> sort of got lost in my head there for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: It happens. It happens. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've got subjectivity up on the board, and now we're going to hear from everyone's favorite guests, uh, the duo Stash and Georgia. Hey,
5: Stash. Hey, Georgia. How was your 2020? Oh, my 2020 was horrible. How was yours? It was also terrible. Yeah. Speaking of this year, um, who do you think's to blame? I'm torn between two entities that are very, very close but slightly different, Um, one being white women, who I blame for 2016, which I think led to 2020. Um, I expect that kind of stuff from white men, but I really just don't understand why white women can't get on board with being better. And, And then there's also the Karens, which are, of course, white women, but slightly different. Um, so they're I like know, a more know. aggressive. They're the ones on the front line. The Karens are the white women who are. They don't. They're ready to show themselves. They're showing themselves. So maybe we put both white women and Karens. I think should go on the board. Okay. okay. How about I like you? That. I like that. I mean, I think you know. They are terrible. So. They didn't. They didn't help. That's for no sure. help whatsoever. If you're not <laughs> being helpful this year, you're being hurtful. So bye, Karen. <laughs> Who it's do you think eye. is to or should go on the board? I think the I mean, listen, it's the most obvious choice and so everyone's I'm sure a bunch of other people put this up, but um I think Rebecca, I think Rebecca is to blame. Our Rebecca? Our Rebecca Rebecca Delgado Smith. Okay, okay. Well, that is a twist. Of the alarmist. And why do you think that? Well, I'll, you know, people might not know this, but the truth has to come out sometime. And I'm here. I'm here to do that. My job. Um, Thank you for your Re- service. I Anytime. <laughs> Rebecca's birthday is in January and she had a birthday party and she's always, she's a great host and she always has a great theme for her birthday. And this year she chose pajamas. Oh my God. That's right. She chose pajamas. What a foreshadowing. So late January, we all get together and we go, oh my God, this is, what a brilliant idea. (laughs) We don't have to dress up. We get to like put on some schlubby pajamas and drink some martinis and some nice Sauve Blanc, you know, leisurely all together. It was lovely. It was lovely. And I want to note that it was a good time. However, she did foreshadow the rest of the year, and we will. We remained in our pajamas for the rest of the year. So I think it's Rebecca's fault, abs, absolutely. Wow, I hadn't thought of this at all, but I'm going to go ahead and endorse this, Rebecca. Thank you. You're going on the board. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> I mean
6: Just I. Sh- it should have picked ball gowns. I should have picked ball gowns as a theme <laughs> <laughs> next year. <gasps>
9: Or oh, next wow. next year. That's Ooh, a pretty that's,
3: solid case. I really like that. That's tough, Rebecca. Poker, you, could yeah.
6: be the, you might be the fall guy. Oh, goodness. I mean, I never thought I'd see myself up on the board because <laughs> I thought I, I'd have more control.
3: I'm trying to think of other <laughs> options that we had for your birthday theme. <gasps> Do you remember any other options? No, we... I
6: think that was the one. I, I I remember being with actually Matt and Amanda and and saying, you know what, guys, I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> Don't try to bring us into this. <laughs> yes, Do
9: not
3: involve we us in this. Do we not were involve together. us. And no you were like,
6: way. That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I did not Matt endorse. Like, yeah, that's that's the one. Well, <laughs> I hate the, I think I, I will put it up on the
9: board, but Matt, you could also make the same case for Matt because he loves being in his pajamas. And actually, jokingly, every year we call the two weeks that we have off for christmas until new year christmas lockdown
3: and so we're really feeling
9: to like be careful what you wish for
3: right
9: wow (laughs) okay so now we have we're going to hear from denise from montreal
7: hi alarmy this is denise from montreal canada big fan of the show thank you very much I think selfishness is the root of what's to cause for the year 2020. I think people thinking they know better than professionals, people not respecting quarantine law, people not self-isolating, not taking one for the bigger team is what ultimately made 2020 a shitty year into a worse year. I think I've judged a lot of friends, politicians, corporations, companies who have made poor and selfish decisions. Uh, Oh my God, capitalism. Is, I don't know if it's selfishness or, it's, or if it's capitalism or if they go together, but I think individuals um, thinking they know better is what's to blame for 2020, or at least what made it way worse. Like, honestly, anyway, thank you very much. Bye-bye.
6: Totally. Selfishness kind of goes on like short-term thinking. It kind of, I can see us folding that in together. Oh, yeah. She was totally getting at your exact same point, yeah. I think. Yeah. D- Thanks, Denise. I mean, I, I agree with you. Definitely, we're on the same page.
3: Selfishness is a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. It is. As yeah. opposed to, um, I think, what we were saying, or, or, you know, just sort of like the American...
6: The American way? Like
3: the American
9: individualism, In- American individualism is, yeah. is what yeah. I awesome had called it. But right. so yeah, when you boil it is, down... Because it's okay yeah. to be like an individual. It's just when it turns that corner into, you know... People are dying. Okay, so why don't we hear from uh, Alarmy General Clayton? And I don't know what he's going to say, but I'll be shocked if it's not capitalism.
8: Hey, guys, it's Clayton Early here to tell you my take on who is to blame for 2020. And I think the easy answer is COVID-19, and that's a very good answer. But for me, it's clearly Donald Trump because this guy has made everything worse. And somehow in a year of a global pandemic, he's made it about him and more bad. Um, I mean, the guy was impeached. The guy knew how bad the virus was from the beginning as he admitted to Bob Woodward in an interview and didn't tell everyone at first because he didn't want to panic everyone, you know, to keep the economy going. Hashtag capitalism. Um, he, after the murder of George Floyd by the police, um Stoked hate by threatening to send in the police if these blue state liberal governors couldn't control all the, quote, looting and rioting. Said things sympathetic to white supremacists while this was all going on. Literally gassed peaceful protesters in D.C. because he wanted a photo op so he could hold a Bible upside down in front of a church. Uh, Got the frickin' virus. After contradicting the scientists in the White House who were trying to advise American people on how to stay safe, not wearing a mask, refusing to endorse people to wear masks to stay safe, got the virus, went to the hospital, came back and started saying how he's now immune and did some weird photo op in, in the White House, put us through one of the worst presidential debates of all time in which he was constantly interrupting, lying, contradicting, just painful to watch accusing, you know, by, I can't even, I mean, there's just too many fricking things. He, what else? He rammed through a Supreme court justice when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, even though her dying wish was that the new president who was elected in the upcoming election, be the one to fill that seat, whether it was him or not. Um, His taxes came out, found out the dude's paying nothing and owes hundreds of millions of dollars to who knows who God, where, what else? Oh, lost the election, we know that, has refused to concede the election, Um, is currently trying to sabotage the election and invoking violence among his supporters, lawsuits, all of this. I mean, when you're in a burning building, the fire is the problem. But if someone runs in and says, there's not a fire, don't worry, and then starts throwing gasoline on the fire, like, that's the real problem. That guy becomes the problem. And suddenly it's about him. So we got to get this guy in jail. And 2021 cannot come soon enough.
6: Well, I mean, he said it all. Really?
9: He said it all. He definitely did. So, I mean, you can't deny it. Fucking Trump remains on the board. (laughs) And we have one last uh, voicemail
7: here. And this comes in from Nora, member of the Alarmy. Mm. Hi, Rebecca. Amanda, Chris, and possibly a guest. Um, my submission for who is responsible for 2020 unfortunately, is myself. Um, We had so many social engagements earlier in the year that the first week of March, I bought a beautiful planner just to keep track of all of the social things we had going on. And then one week later, the entire country shut down and we haven't done a social thing since. So I can't help but think I tempted fate in some way and kind of caused this whole, this whole 2020 debacle. So I'm submitting my name for, you know, to the blame. If you are merciful, maybe I could get away with just the big slap or some kind of little slap, slap on the wrist. Um, and if I had to pick someone to go to jail, then, you know, probably Trump. So thank you so much. I love your show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. A haunted planner. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Did the
6: Mayans write about that? Did they know? <laughs> Maybe
9: were, like was the, she? I
3: oh, wonder ahead, if Chris. she was put. No, I was just wondering if she was putting the uh, events in the planner in in the in her own blood or something. Was there some <laughs> other element we're not missing?
9: That, that could have been. That could have bad.
3: contributed.
9: Um, Nora, you have to burn that planner today. Yes.
6: <laughs> yes. And what do not doing? get a planner
9: for twenty twenty one. You need to throw that into a bonfire right now.
6: Yes, yes. And, yeah, yeah. Have a New Year's resolution, like make it uh, d- like, a, like a, you're thinking like a bra bonfire, right? Like where everyone throws their bra in. But it's just Uh, like everyone throws their planners.
9: (laughs) (laughs) I guess, yeah, I guess you could call it a bra bonfire. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking of like, you know, like a fireplace and she throws the planner in it and it burns. But you could also throw a bra. You could throw a bra on any fire. You could burn it over a scented candle.
6: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Well, any fire will work. uh, But we encourage you to do this uh, and, and send us a video okay chris do you want to read us through what we have yeah on the board? i just want to
3: put one more thing on the board oh, yeah. which is walter mercado passed away in 2019 <gasps> Aww. r.i.p to a legend so i just want to say the maybe the walter mercado vacuum like that what the what he's left behind yeah could have possibly been to blame for our listeners
6: who don't know who walter mercado is he's a very famous astrologer puerto rican um loved capes and every year he would uh you know come out with his recommendations for how to await the new year uh he was a great guy we love him and he passed away in 2019 and now we don't know we didn't know how to properly await 2020
3: yeah he was also just epically good at He would always send out love, sending you love, sending you peace and positivity, and you just wish those beams could have been emanating from him in 2020 Mm -hmm, and what mm -hmm. could have happened with him here.
6: Yeah.
0: I love it. Okay. Okay. Read us. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads
1: and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right?
3: Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: All right, so who's to blame for the year 2020? Is it Meghan Markle and Prince Harry? <laughs> Farmers Markets? Series of systematic and systemic failures, the Swiss cheese effect, aversion to history, short-term thinking, kind of the same thing there, right? That's interesting. The ancient Mayans, fucking Trump, the Gregorian calendar, subjectivity, white women slash Karens, Rebecca, Mm. the host of The Alarmist, (laughs) selfishness, Nora and her haunted planner, or Walter Mercado vacuum. Mm. Jeez, this is going to be tough.
6: What a list. I think off the bat, we could take farmer's markets off <laughs> first.
9: I, I think that's a good one that can go. And Chris, you got another one in at the last minute, so you don't have to
6: feel bad.
3: No, I, I wouldn't have felt bad either, <laughs> even, even <laughs> so. I, I do enjoy farmer's markets.
6: Yeah, I'm glad that they're staying. Now, what do you think about taking nora's haunted planner off
3: the list Ooh. we're gonna have to let her off the hook right i really <laughs> want
9: prince that little haunted
6: it. planner in jail okay we'll leave we'll leave them and i think that megan and prince they've you know i hope that their podcast empire doesn't just like swallow us yeah. um mm-hmm. So, maybe this is our chance to get rid of it, but I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be selfish. Right. So, they, they're getting off the list. What do you guys say about taking me off the list? Oh, <laughs> I think
9: we got to leave Rebecca on a little let bit longer. Little My
5: bit
3: pajama longer. I party. See, <laughs> I see some other. I, I mean, as much as I love the Gregorian calendar, um, it's yeah. just that's just like numerical semantics,
5: I guess. Yeah, I
9: l- I love that one, but in my mind also, um, Nora's haunted planner on the front is a printed Gregorian calendar. <laughs> 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 I think she was using a Gregorian calendar planner.
6: <laughs> um okay. She was. She was. She definitely was.
9: That
3: would probably I mean it yeah. would have been harder to find the
6: the Julian.
9: The Julian calendar. calendar.
6: Now, Um, what
9: about like, let's look at aversion to history, short term thinking, maybe one of those and selfishness. Yeah, maybe one of those gets rolled up into.
6: First of all, I think we can kind of roll in the Mayans into aversion to history, right? Because, okay, I like that. um, Had we known more about it, then, you know, maybe we could have been uh, wiser, and I think that's, maybe we roll in short-term thinking into selfishness. Yeah,
9: yeah. and I almost Makes feel like sense. we can roll in aversion to history into selfishness, too, because it's just like me, me, me. Like, I don't care about, um, like, anything that brought me to where I am. Mm. Oh, oh, that's yeah. an
3: interesting way of looking at it. I mean, I, I do like the specificity of aversion to history, because that's a more of a proactive choice that, Um, is, like, just lacking in our culture. We just don't have it. Right, and
6: it is different to selfishness, but I I get what you're thinking. Like, you're going with, like, the individualism aspect.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well,
9: it's interesting,
6: because it's, like, aversion. It's more, like,
9: willful ignorance ignorance or, like, the rewriting of history. Because it's, like, people are, like, view the history through their own selfish brains and with rose-colored glasses and kind of are Mm. ignoring the realities of it. So I... Viewing history through
6: selfish glasses. <laughs> okay.
9: <laughs> Let's tweak it. Yeah. Viewing history through selfish glasses.
6: Yeah. Um,
9: now, what about white women and Karens? Because, you know, obviously, like, car- white women is the umbrella where the Karens wow. are. And yes, they did help to elect Trump.
6: Yeah, Twenty um, sixteen.
9: 2016. Uh-huh. But so did a lot of other people. That's true. And but they I, I'm also... To see,
3: all they do is ask to see the manager <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't that's know not that
9: all they're... they do. That's no, not they all do they do. Worse. They do a lot worse.
6: <laughs> but are, are you saying that you're going to take Karen's off the list before uh, Rebecca and <laughs> Nora's haunted planner? <laughs> okay, let's take Rebecca off. I think we can take oh, some of you.
9: Rebecca, yeah, you're off the hook. Don't worry. We, we need take you. Out the
3: sort of magical elements. Nora as well. And okay,
9: it's... fine. Nora's haunted planner can come and off.
3: The Walter Mercado vacuum. Yeah. As much okay. As I yeah. Think that, that is that's...
6: more magical mm, in that way.
3: A bit, a bit more magical so, thinking
6: left on the list are the series of systemic and systematic failures swiss cheese uh viewing history through selfish glasses yeah which kind of goes with like rewriting history to be convenient for you mm-hmm. fucking trump obviously subject subjectivity white women karens and selfishness individuals thinking that they know better i think now we, we think? can take off white women and karens okay subjectivity is is good too right yeah because i like it, that it encompasses you know the f- i it, i yeah
3: it's just sort of i think matt's point is like you know it's just sort of people being able to say well i think this like i just believe right. that masks don't do much of anything or uh, which we
6: like we want subjectivity my... i mean we don't like the mask part right but right we, we be, like that we can say what we want but we can't
9: be subjective around facts but to be honest like i think a big part of that is could be wrapped up into like trumpism and into like the media too yes
3: yeah that fucking i would agree amanda i think that rolls into fucking trump yeah. because basically his whole mo and so this is this was like stated plainly like with B- bannon has said this and trump has said this to reporters is to just infiltrate the media pipeline with bullshit like that that's been their plan from the get-go they're like we are just going to inundate people with garbage we know it's garbage we don't care that it's garbage and it will confuse people Mm -hmm. and people are just naturally confused by that so these people who have are in you know are in control who have power are able to just you know just pour waves and waves of bullshit onto facts and say, "Well, what about your facts now?" It's all so confusing for everybody. Yep, and that's been their goal. So that would go so into let's, funky Yeah, funk, let's,
6: I think. let's uh, fold that in. I think that we can we can take off series of syst- uh, systematic failures, just because I, I feel like this is more going into the selfish realm, right? <laughs> Yes, I think that but
9: then we have now we have two selfish ones left on the board, which is viewing history through selfish glasses and selfishness. So maybe we wrap up viewing history through selfish
6: glasses into selfishness. I kind of want to say, I, I think that we do the opposite. Okay. I think we put selfishness into because the, the historical part is, is, is what I want to touch on.
9: I mean, I, uh, yes, I think I mean? that's really cool, especially, you know, it will help us justify all the work we do. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
9: make us feel good. And isn't that yeah, what this yeah. is about? Um, no, yes. but I really think that's important because a lot of it is like, you know, America being in denial of its past. Yes. Um, and even, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that that had a lot to do, you know, even down to the wildfires and global warming and like, well, but that also goes into like subjectivity and not trusting science and facts.
6: Yeah, but uh, you're right in that we really have this incredible ability to deny our own history, and that is toxic.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, it encap, it in enca- the the subjectivity is sort of baked into selfishness, right? I yeah. mean. You, those are your selfish glasses. Is your subjectivity? So it's, it's right there. It's right
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's I right smell some there. new
6: merch. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to do here? Are we going to send Trump or are we going to sell the uh, send these selfish glasses? Send uh, to Trump alarm- to jail. Let's go. We got to send Trump. Get in there. We have to. <laughs> okay, we have to. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Uh viewing history through selfish glasses. You're getting the big slap. I don't know. I yeah, could you like glasses crushing? Can we add that sound effect? Well we'll see. We'll see. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Fucking Trump. You're going to the alarmist jail. Wow. We got him, kinda. We did. We got him. It's it's um it's done. He's over. We can put it past us. <laughs>
3: there, there is something satisfying about that.
6: We want to thank everyone who has listened to our show this past year and has held us, you know, listen to us through this difficult, you know, struggles. We got, we've gotten a, a lot of emails saying that uh, they've listened to us like while they're working or to take their mind off of. 2020 and we're so grateful for you and we're grateful to all of our guests who have been a part of our show as well as our guest experts who have been incredible and of course I'm incredibly grateful f- for uh, our producer Amanda and uh, fact checker Chris for going along on this journey we're doing it together and and we're, we're learning and it's just been such a delight so I really wish everyone the best 2021 because god damn it we deserve it it's been a bright spot in the last year it honestly has been
3: yes it really has and
6: i just want to end by reminding everyone to please stay alarmed (laughs) don't let this happen again (laughs) after the year 2020 As of this recording, parts of Europe and the United States have started distributing the COVID-19 vaccine to healthcare workers and those at high risk of contracting the virus. For the vaccine to be effective in eliminating the pandemic, 70% of the population has to be vaccinated. So far, the U.S. has only acquired 100 million doses of the vaccine, though more companies that are developing the vaccine are pending approval by the FDA it is still unclear when the majority of Americans will receive it. President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration will be held January 20, 2021. Kamala Harris will make history when she is sworn in and becomes the first female vice president. Though the murder hornets are said to kill up to 50 people a year in Japan, no Americans have died from their painfully venomous sting, regardless. Washington state officials remain vigilant. One thing is for sure. Those of us who lived through the year 2020 will be forever changed. Vote for who you think is to blame by going to thealarmistpodcast.com. Follow us at The Alarmist Thee on Twitter at The Alarmist Podcast on Instagram or email us at thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com Tune in next week. We will be discussing The Massacre at Frank Lloyd Wright's Love Cottage.
4: all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
2: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.